It's time for the DWS Little League Matchup of the Week on News Talk 1400 WDWS. Tonight's matchup is brought to you by First Federal Savings Bank of Champaign-Urbana. Get what you want out of life. The Pella Window Store, proudly supplying Pella windows and doors for more than 50 years to East Central Illinois. And by Champagne Jewelers. No one does diamonds like Champagne Jewelers. Tonight's game can be heard live on your radio on 1400 AM or at our website, WDWS.com. And now, let's go to the field for tonight's game. And good evening. Welcome to Zon Park in Champaign. CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Tournament Championship game has arrived. It's our first championship game since 2019. Of course, due to the pandemic, feels good to be doing a championship game here tonight. Should be a great matchup. The two teams are a combined 28-2 and two here in the 2021 season. First Federal 16-1. and one. Coons 12-1. and one. So it should be a terrific matchup here tonight at Zahn Park in Champaign. He's Tim Dittman. I'm Michael Kaiser. Thanks for joining us. And this is the kind of matchup you want in a championship game, Tim. You want the two best teams in the league. And clearly with that kind of record between the two squads, there's an incredible uh, game here tonight on store for us. And what you and I have already seen Trey Cole before, and he's on the mound tonight for First Federal. Yeah, Trey Cole, arguably the uh, most talented pitcher uh, in CU Kiwanis Little League. He just works that fastball like Nolan Ryan. He had 17 strikeouts and a near no-hitter when we did his game a few weeks ago out at Robeson. So he is going to be on his game, no doubt, tonight. These two teams split the regular season, so they match up well. They're familiar with each other. And like you said, they're a combined 28-2. and Coons 12-1, First Federal 16-1, clearly the two best teams in the league, and they are going to square off for this big trophy, which is about four feet tall next to me. Yeah, it's right next to us, and it's, uh, it's almost to the top of your head with us sitting down it might be it's just a it's a really nice trophy to be handing out tonight and so we'll see how this game goes it's a beautiful evening the winds have calmed down a little bit the winds were gusting at above 30 miles per hour at the start of the game earlier tonight so it's good the winds have calmed down somewhat may not have much of an impact on the game we got a guest here at our uh, broadcast location go ahead and take that mic sir dave uh, dupre is with us district administrator so tell us what all that means well, hey, guys. Yeah, there's uh, 15 different districts throughout the state of Illinois. It's the way Williamsport kind of draws up the boundaries. And we try to group together local leagues. And it's really for the main purpose of running the Little League International Tournament that, you know, ends up with the, the World Series that most people are familiar with. So you're dealing uh, with a lot of kids, a lot of coaches, a lot of parents, and you're just kind of, I'm guessing, doing a lot of scheduling and getting games in and what what's your day-to-day look like mostly i actually will deal with the league presidents okay that's right they can deal with all the parents and the kids <laughs> and the coaches and whatnot easy. that's right we we do more of the behind the scenes work to make sure the umpires are out there we make sure we have the fields set up we make sure we have awards like this great big giant trophy here that's in front of us but yes it we kind of do the behind-the-scenes stuff and gotcha. just, you know, try to keep it as fun as possible for the kids. That That's the main focus. Dave Dupre is with us as we get ready for this championship game. So uh, next Tuesday here at Zond, uh, we, DWS, are going to broadcast some bonus games. Uh, so 
tell us a little bit about those games, kind of what level they're at and, and who's going to be going up against each other. Yeah, so for each level that there is in, in Little League, uh, the district can choose to hold a tournament, and that's up to the local leagues. Uh, they can choose to not participate if they want. It's totally optional. There's the regular season program, and that's what we're, is the culmination of the night tonight. And so this will be the first step in the playoffs, essentially. And the winner of that tournament will then move on to the state tournament and will take on the teams from the other 15 leagues. We'll pause for one second as we're about to get underway here, Michael. The championship game's officially underway as Trey Cole with the windup in the pitch. And not a surprise, at least for those who have seen Trey Cole pitch this year, stri this year strike one to Tate Sauer, the leadoff shortstop for Coons. Here's the windup and the pitch from Cole. Strike two, 0-2 the count to Tate Sauer. So, Dave, this is going to be, uh, if I remember correctly, a Champagne group versus a Paris group. Is that correct? That's correct. Right now in the district, those are the only two leagues that have expanded into that 13-year-old division at this time. Very good. So we'll have uh, those games on DWS here at Zond on uh, Tuesday night. We ain't going to miss in the strikeout on an inside corner. Down goes Tate Sauer. With a swinging strikeout here in the top of the first inning, and Trey Cole looking just like he did the last time that we saw him here just a few weeks ago. We're looking forward to those games, uh, Dave, and we appreciate all the work you do behind the scenes. Thanks for yeah. coming on with us. We're thrilled to have DWS as a broadcast partner and uh, to get Little League on the air even more. Absolutely. Thanks for coming by, Dave. Dave Dupre, who deals with a lot of Little League around town. Appreciate him joining us, Michael. Strike one. To the second man batting, Hayden Bates, who is the first baseman. Ground ball back to Trey Cole. Should be an easy overhand toss to his first baseman to Logan Wade for the second out here in the top of the first inning. Again, last time Tim and I saw Trey Cole had 17 strikeouts, pitched a complete game, one hit shutout, 18 outs, 17 were strikeouts. Just an unbelievable historical performance. Ball hits the catcher. Not, I'm not sure where he is oh, down. I think it got him above the knee pad in the in the knee. And Ty he... Hunt is rolling on the ground in a lot of pain, and Trey Cole slowly walks to home plate here. Yeah, I mean Trey Cole throws gas, so you know that one was a stinger right in his knee. Did not feel good at all. Yeah, it got him right in the upper half of the right knee, just where that shin guard and the knee guard doesn't doesn't cover. I mean, you couldn't have placed it at any worse of a spot. That's going to have a nice big bruise right there on his right knee. I hope he's okay. So and we'll see if he's able to recover from this. Teams uh, have gone down to a knee out of respect, and he's going to try to walk, not limping too bad. It's going to be a bruise. <laughs> at the very yeah. least, that's for sure. Ty Hunt is uh, the catcher back there. And it looks like he's going to be okay. So Hayden Bates was out on the second out of the game. Jack Kersell, I want to know and count to Jack Kersell, the pitcher for Coons. Ty Hunt's going to stay in the game. Nice job by Hunt to recover there. We'll see how much, you know, squatting down as a catcher may be difficult depending on the pain there in that part of his leg. It is a tough position to play. I tried to play it in Little League, and I couldn't. Here's the windup and the pitch from Cole. Strike, one, one, and one the count. Ty Hunt hops back up, throws it right back to his pitcher. He'll feel that one for a while, but the adrenaline will eventually kick in. Gets the sign he wants, nods his head yes. Here's the windup and the pitch from Trey Cole. Swing and a miss on a fastball up, in, up and in. 
One and two the count now on Jack Kersell. On first baseman, right-handed hitting first baseman for Coons. The black jerseys, white lettering. Ball two, two and three and two the count. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Here's the windup and the pitch. Ball gets away. Fouled off there. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Jack Kersell. Keep this inning going. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. Trey Cole sent them down in order to retire the side here in the top half of the first inning, bringing first Federal to the plate. So no runs, no hits, no errors, none left. At the bottom of the first inning, you're listening to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball here on News Talk 1400 DWS. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Tim Dittman here at Zon Park in Champaign. It's championship night. It's the championship game. Wampler Property Management won the first game of the night 8-3 to to secure third place. These two teams, Coons and First Federal, combined 28-2 on the season. First Federal is 16-1, while Coons is 12-1, looking for that championship. A champion will be crowned here tonight for the first time since 2019 due to everything being canceled last year from the pandemic. So it should be an exciting night here at Zon Park in Champaign. It's moving to the bottom of the first inning. Coons did not get any runs to come across there in the top of the first. On the mound for Coons, Jack Kersell. Battery made Owen Swanson. He threw his final warm-up toss, tossed down to second base, and we're about to get things underway. Batting order for first federal, Talon Baker at second base, Ty Hunt the catcher, Trey Cole the pitcher. Anybody gets on Logan Wade, the first baseman. So right-handed headed Talon Baker up here to lead things off in the bottom of the first inning, and he sees a strike. Logan Stortzum, the third baseman. Moving down the lineup here in the fifth spot. Isaiah Roundtree, the shortstop, swing and a miss, strike two. Madden Ritter in the seventh spot, the left fielder. Quentin Roundtree, the center fielder in the eighth spot. And Mason McClellan in right field in the ninth spot for first federal. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. So Jack Kersell starting his first inning with a strikeout, just like Trey Cole did. Could be a pitcher's duel tonight. Indeed. Each team, by the way, is batting nine, so they have a few subs that are eventually going to get in the ballgame for First Fed, Draven Harris, Serenity Orr, and Chris Clavey. And for Kuhn, Silas Montgomery and Odin Cochran are the subs. Ball one there from Jack Kersell. Appreciate the coaches helping us out with the lineups. There's ball two. I got to say, Michael, I'm, I'm kind of slacking a little bit because you got the full-on score sheets and defensive lineups, and I've just got my yellow notepad here. So you're you're carrying us tonight. See what I can do. No promises. There's ball three. The home pit umpire said just off the play on the outside corner there. Ty Hunt, the catcher here for First Federal, wearing their red uniforms, white lettering. There's a strike, three and one the count. First Federal 
Little camo sleeves, gray, red, and white sleeves. Ty Hunt, no batting gloves. Front, back corner of that batter's box. So we've got the matte gray batting helmet. Here's the pitch. Strike two, and Hunt thought that was ball four. But it's now a three and two count as Jack Kersell firing strikes in there. I mentioned Jack Kersell, the pitcher, Owen Swanson, the catcher, down at first base, Hayden Bates. Here's the pitch. Ground ball to shortstop, backhanded play by Tate Sauer. Throws across the diamond in time to Hayden Bates. Nice backhanded play there by Tate Sauer to retired Ty Hunt. 6-3 to three for the second out of the inning. Hashtag Sports Center top 10, and we're just in the first inning. Nice defensive play there by Tate Sauer. Definitely. Now Trey Cole also homered the last game we did. There's a ball inside. Want to know the count? Trey Cole's the one to watch. That is for sure. Jack Kersell holds the glove in front of his face. Here's the windup and the pitch. Strike one, one and one the count. So Trey Cole coming up with two outs and nobody on. Drew Bland's at second base for Coons. Luke Harding at third. Tate Sowers, I just mentioned, is at short. The windup and the pitch. Two and one the count, pitch outside low. And the outfield left to right. Steven Uden, Finn Cochran, and Alex Duran over in right field. Your defensive lineup for Coons. Strike two, two and two the count. Trey Cole looking for that perfect pitch. Tall right-handed hitter. Stands right on the inside middle of the batter's box. Legs spread pretty wide there. There's the pitch. Outside. Three and two the count now. So three balls, two strikes, two outs. Here in the bottom of the first inning in this championship game. Trey Cole waits for the pitch and fouls it off just to the right. Off the fence. Jack Curcell facing his counterpart on the mound. Curcell has his work cut out for him. Trey Cole, just as good as a hitter as he is a pitcher. Curcell gets the one he wants. Here's the windup, brings it home. Ball four on the outside, and walking is Trey Cole, the first player to reach base here tonight for either team. It comes after the first five outs of the game. Logan Wade now steps in, another right-handed hitter. Logan taps the bat on the home plate. Has a black, predominantly, predominantly black gloves with red on them. Yeah, he's swinging a black bat with the word beast on it. We might apply here seeing what he does. Trey Cole standing down at first base. Cursell pitching out of the stretch now. Brings it home. Strike one, one and one the count. You can just feel the intensity in this I was game. say that. There's some. In- Got the tension with a knife. Here's a line drive, base hit over the first baseman's head, and it's going to roll out in right field. Duran comes over to get it, not in time. Trey Cole's coming home. Here's the throw from Kersell, and it is not in time. It gets away from the catcher, and Trey Cole is safe, and he scores, and his uniform is really dirty already here in the bottom of the first inning as first Federal strikes first in this championship game, one to nothing. But you know what? He doesn't mind that he got dirty because he scored the run. He went around the plate and then got to it and slapped it with his hand. The throw was wide, so it didn't matter, and it's one to nothing first Fed. RBI double for Logan Wade, the right fielder. Alex Duran got there, but it was deep enough into the right field corner area that Trey Cole was motoring around the bases, and there was no chance to get him at home plate. Swing and a miss, strike one. A good throw may have made it close, but Trey Cole was just flying down that third baseline into home plate. 
It's Logan Stortzum, the third baseman for First Federal now up. Here's a line drive into center field, base hit the center fielder. Cochran coming on, and he will he drops it, and now there'll be no play at home. And coming in to score is Logan Wade. So we got a double, an RBI double, and now he comes around to score on the base hit up the middle by Logan Stortzum. An RBI single. This is the first Federal Wheats team we saw a few weeks ago out at Robeson. They are bolstered by Trey Cole pitching, and they can swing the bats heavy as well. Pop up out of play straight behind us. Actually to our right a little bit. Isaiah Roundtree, the shortstop, the hitter for first Federal, wears one batting glove on his left hand. Keeps that right hand free of a glove. Wears the blue and white Nike shoes, white pants with a blue belt, blue stripe down the side. Checks his swing, strike anyway. You know, we've been hyping up Trey Cole, but I got to say Jack Kersell for Coons has been throwing some cheese as well. I mean, he whips that fastball in there. Pitching out of the stretch, down down 2 nothing. Line drive foul Ooh. off to the left. Look out, dugout. Almost, almost, took out, almost took out an assistant coach down there. One of the coaches moving out of the way. A couple of the coaches in full Cardinals gear, not giving up on the season. Unlike this play-by-play broadcaster is... How many games are they back? They were like four, I think, but they're two games under 500. Fouled off to the right out of play. Cardinals were eight or nine games above 500 in May and have just... I think I heard Scott Ritchie say on Sports Talk tonight, they've nine. And they've won nine of their last 25, so they're nine and 16 in their last 25 games. That's not good. Fouled off out of play again. Those kids are busy back there. Yep, that's it. What is it? Third or fourth foul ball as Isaiah Roundtree now with an 0-2 count steps back in. Fortunately, you got to throw him back. You can't keep him. He's near the inside part of the batter's box, right in the middle. Ball low. Now it's one and two. Ooh, he took it. He took a chance there. I think he took a deep breath too after that pitch because he was like, "Whoa, you man!" Gotta, I could have struck out there. You got to protect the plate with two strikes. Yep. And 2-0 our score, bottom of the first inning of this championship game. Ground ball to third base, picked up by Luke Harding, bounces off his glove, throws across the diamond, not in time. But Luke Harding keeps the runner over at second base, and that is Logan Stortzum. Yeah, sharply hit ground ball. Harding did a good job getting in front of it, but it just bounced up into his uh, midsection at the last minute. Not a whole lot you can do there if you're Luke Harding. So an infield single. There for Isaiah Roundtree, Madden Ritter, the left fielder. Royal blue Under Armour batting helmet. Under Armour blue and white shoes, cleats. There's two batting gloves. Madden waits for the pitch from Curcell. Swing and a miss, strike two, 0-2 the count. He's late on that one. Curcell pitching out of the stretch. And he moved away from the plate as if he wasn't going full bore. The windup and the pitch from Curcell. A little squibber past the pitcher's mound. And a touch second base is Drew Bland. Picked it up on the ground ball and just ran to second base for the force out. The safe play didn't have to make a throw to retire the side. So four on the fielder's choice, four unassisted. And we're going to go to the second inning. So two runs on three hits, one left. We'll be in the top of the second inning. It's 2-0 first federal. You're listening to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Tournament Championship game here on a Wednesday night in Champaign. We're at Zahn Park, a Champaign fire station just out of near center field. 
Their Stevens family, Larkin's Place, YMCA. A beautiful area here at Zahn Park as we move into the second inning with 2 to nothing. our score. First Federal, who is 16-1 on the season, looking to make that 17-1 with a championship. But Coons has other ideas. They're 12-1. They'd like to get that 13th win and be a crowned the champion tonight. There's strike one from Trey Cole. The defensive lineup for First Federal. Trey Cole on the mound. Ty Hunt catching. Logan Wade at first. Talon Baker at second. Logan Stortzum over at third. Strike two on the outside corner from Trey Cole. Once again, the gas. He you is can just, just hear that pop. Yeah, it's. It, I hear that more with Trey Cole than I've heard from most pitchers. It's so consistent throughout the game. Ball in the dirt, gets away. Upset with himself on that pitch. Get Logan Stortzum at third. Isaiah Roundtree at short. Out in left field, Madden Ritter in center. Quentin Roundtree and Mason McClellan for first federal in right. Swing and a miss. He struck him out on the 1-2 count. It's Trey Cole's third strikeout of the game. That This time to Owen Swanson, the catcher for Coons. Luke Harding due up now. Then Stephen Uden. Anybody gets on Finn Cochran. Then Alex Duran and Drew Bland. Mentioned this uh, the last time we did a Trey Cole game. His grandfather, uh, former athletic director at the University of Illinois. There's a line drive foul down the first baseline off the fence there. Good big Big foul territory down the first and third baselines. Yeah, it's like uh, trying to think of a major league stadium that's an equivalent. Maybe the Astrodome, I don't know. The old Astrodome. Dodger Stadium is a lot of foul territory. They did, but they keep. I think they keep adding seats. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. One and two the count. Trey Cole, the windup in the pitch. He wasted no time. Strike three. Got him looking. That's the fourth strikeout for Trey Cole. This time Luke Harding is the victim. Steven Uden, the left fielder, will come in. And once Trey Cole gets going, you just it's like Jacob DeGrom of the Mets. You just hope you can connect at some point. Gets the sign he wants, comes set, brings it home. Ball outside. Steven Uden, the center, the left fielder, excuse me. He's got the camo helmet. Under Armour, that's pretty cool. No batting gloves. White pants with the red stripe down the side. Side of the leg. Strike two, 0-2 the count. So no balls, two strikes, two outs here in the top of the second inning. It's Zahn Park in Champaign. He's Tim Dittman. I'm Michael Kaiser. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. No, I guess it was strike. The scoreboard had two strikes too soon, so that's actually the second strike. One and two. One and two the count here. Now Trey Cole comes set, brings it home. Swing and a miss. He did strike him out there. He struck out the side. He has five strikeouts on the night. A one, two, three second inning. Six up and six down for Trey Cole so far. No runs, no hits, none left. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. It's 2 nothing first Federal over Coons. You're listening to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on News Talk 1400 DWS. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Tim Dittman. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday evening. We're around 79 degrees at the start of our third place game. The winds were gusting above 33, around 33 miles per hour, so the winds have calmed down a little bit here tonight. Do a status check of that here in just a moment. But it's a very windy start to this game, or this, this evening. 
beautiful conditions, really. Yeah, with not, not much of a cloud in the sky. As of just a little bit ago, the winds were down to out of the south at 13 miles per hour. So you can definitely feel the difference in terms of the wind speed. As Jack Curcell back on the mound, the windup and the pitch. Ground ball to the third baseman, Luke Harding. Throws across the diamond in time. Thanks to the stretch of Hayden Bates, the long, lanky first baseman, long legs, and just stuck his legs as far out as he could and put his glove up there and caught the throw from Luke Harding, who was standing near third base. It's a long throw across the diamond. And it gets the job done. Another great defensive play by Coons, and Harding redeems himself from that play last inning. 5-3 to three in the putout of Quentin Roundtree, who leads things off. Mason McClellan now in the batter's box, another right-handed hitter, defaulted by Talon Baker. There, strike two, 0-2 the count from Jack Curcell to Mason McClellan. Anybody gets on Ty Hunt. Here's the pitch, fouled off to the right. At the bottom of the second inning, first Federal up, and they lead 2 to nothing. First Federal. 16-1 in the season, first Federal Savings Bank. One of our fine sponsors on the broadcast Absolutely. as well. Strike three. Goes down, looking Mason McClellan. First Fed, Pella, and Champagne Jewelers appreciate their sponsorship of our broadcast this year. Absolutely. Talon Baker back in the batter's box after striking out in the leadoff this game in the bottom of the first. Here's a pop-up foul out of play to the left. That about made it to the parking lot. Now that was over the sidewalk and back by the tree. Now that's a, the way that straight, that was a difficult foul ball in terms of the air time and the distance yeah. and the direction. Well, both of those pitches, he chased them high, and uh, that one was a swing and a miss. On the first one, he just skimmed it off the bat, and so it just popped straight up in the air in foul territory. Two strikes, two out, or one out, excuse me. Ground ball past the third baseman, Luke Harding. Fair ball, and he's going to get to second base. Here's the throw. It will not be in time. Cut off by the shortstop, Tate Sauer. Steven Uden got it back in quickly, but Talon Baker was flying around the base pass with thought second base right off the bat. Again, Baker's just got that chopping wood mentality where he chases up in the zone like he's chomping a tree down, and that one he just threaded the needle down the third base line. There's a ground ball to the third base. Third baseman Luke Harding charges, throws, got him in time to retire the side. A very quick inning for first Federal in the in the batter's box. Coons with a great job. Jack Grissell gets him out of the inning with no damage done. Just the one hit, one left, no runs. We'll go to the third inning already. It is two to nothing. First Federal over Coons. You're listening to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, the CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Tournament Championship game here at Zahn Park in Champaign. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Tim Dittman. Moving to the third inning, first Federal up 2 to nothing, thanks to two runs back in the first inning. Coons 2 to nothing combined 28-1 and between these two teams. A terrific season for both. Fortunately, one of them will have to lose and get this championship trophy to the other team when this night is through. Got a couple changes in the lineup here, Tim. Yeah, for first Federal, their subs are going to come in in the 7, 8, and 9 spots. Draven Harris in right field batting 7th. Serenity Orr in left field batting 8th. And Chris Clavey in center field batting ninth. So, some quick changes here for first Federal. 
Trey Cole back on the mound. First Federal, as I look at the trophy here, they are the defending champions. Oh. They won it in 2019, no tournament in 2020. Strike one to the leadoff hitter for Coons. That is Alex Duran, the right fielder, to be followed by Drew Bland. And then Tate Sauer, anybody gets on, Hayden Bates, the left-handed hitting Alex Duran. he got a cage on his uh, helmet. Don't see that very often. That's the bat down on the knob. Gray and blue batting gloves. There's a ball. Two and one the count. Just looking at this trophy some more. Wampler has... Uh, Won this tournament three times since 2014. There's a strike, strike two. Two balls and two strikes to the leadoff hitter. Wampler won it in 14, 15, and 17. Illinois American Water won it in 16 and 18. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. Alex Duran goes down swinging. Throw down to first and the ball gets away on the swinging third strike. And he is out down at first base. So the leadoff man is down for Coons, trailing by two here in the top of the third inning. Back-to-back left-handed hitters up here for Coons. This one, Drew Bland, the second baseman. No batting gloves. Holds it down on the knob or maybe just a smidge above it. Got that um, clayish colored batting helmet. With that. Yeah, good, good call there. Swing and a miss. Strike two from Trey Cole. Right-handed pitcher just dealing. I feel like we're still watching him from the game from a couple of weeks ago, as you mentioned, at Robeson Park. Swing and a miss, strike three. Three pitches, three strikes, three swinging strikes. And and Trey Cole right now just dealing here tonight. He has nine strikeouts, if my math is correct. Seven, excuse me, seven strikeouts. My math isn't correct. Two in the first, three in the, se- in the second, and two more here in the third. So only one out so far in this game has not been a strikeout. And that was a ground out to another, another than Trey Cole. He's been involved in pretty much everything. He is everything to to this team when he's on. Tate Sauer, the shortstop, struck out in the first inning. Now looking at a 2-0 count. There's a 2-1 count. Swing. Swing there. Low and inside. Three and one the count now. Here's the pitch from Cole. Strike two right down central. Way to battle back by Trey Cole. Three balls, two strikes. Two outs here in the top of the third inning. Nobody on. Fouled off to the right. Count remains full. First Federal again up 2 nothing. With Trey Cole on the mound, that might be all First Federal needs here tonight. We'll find out. Strike three called. Got him looking. Tate Sauer was hoping that was a ball, but Trey Cole got the call. Strike three. He struck out the side for the second consecutive innings. It's nine up and nine down here for Trey Cole and First Federal. Eight of the nine via the strikeout. Two-nothing First Federal. You're listening to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to CU Kiwanis Little League Championship Night here on News Talk 1400 DWS. Tim Dittman alongside Michael Kaiser. Thanks for joining us tonight. 
It's good to be back this season after a hiatus last season due to the pandemic. As a catcher throws it down, Owen Swanson. Final warm-up tosses for Jack Curcell. We move into the bottom of the third inning. He faces his counterpart, Trey Cole, the pitcher for First Federal. Trey Cole holds the bat down on the knob, waves it up just above his helmet. Pitch low and outside. Trey Cole, old school, wearing the socks up high. Yep, got the pants just below the knees. He just looks like an athlete. Outside, ball two. He's got the gray pants with the red line down the side, the red belt. Completing the red and white look for First Federal. Low and inside, 3-0 the count. Trey Cole, if you watch him at all this season or any of his career, he's very selective the plate. Waits for his pitch. It's 3-0 now. The windup in the pitch from Curcell. Strike one on the outside corner, taking right. all the yeah, way. Taking all the way, exactly. Yeah, I don't know a whole lot about Trey Cole and his bio, whether you know baseball is his primary sport or if he's a multiple sport athlete. Ball four, low and outside. But I got a feeling he might be playing some sports uh, at a college level, and he's got a long way to go, obviously, not even in high school yet. But uh, I can see him playing, you know, at a JUCO or a D2 or maybe even a a mid-major D1 team might pick him up. We'll see. He's a lot of growth at this age. Dancing off the first base. Ball one to Logan Wade. Then Logan Stortzum comes up. Anybody gets on Isaiah Roundtree. Here's the pitch from Curcell. Outside, 2-0 the count. Jack Curcell, the starting pitcher tonight for Coons, gave up those two runs in the first inning. Thanks to an RBI double from Logan Wade and an RBI single from Logan Stortzum. So the two up here momentarily. Wade and Stortzum did the damage in terms of driving in the runs. Wade's up right now, the first baseman for first federal savings. 2-1 the count. Jack Curcell walked the leadoff man, Trey Cole. Would love to keep him there with his team already trailing by two here in the bottom of the third inning. Round ball to the shortstop. Took a bad hop off the ground, a really big-time hop. Too high. Here's a throw down the third and not in time. The ball gets away from Luke Harding. He would have had Trey Cole out at third base. Trey Cole fortunate to still be on the base pass. But that ball was really hard hit by Logan Wade, and it hit the ground and bounced high into the air and into the outfield for a base hit to move Trey Cole from first to third. Just a series of unfortunate events there for the Coons' defense. Here's the pitch. Strike. One ball gets away from the catcher, but not far enough for Trey Cole to think about trying not to go home as Logan Stortzum steps in. Yeah, runner does go from first to second on the play, though. So two in scoring position now. Nobody out here in the bottom of the third inning. Here's the windup and the pitch from Curcell. Strike. Good location there. You could tell Stortzum wanted that one. Down and in, in the strike zone. The windup and the pitch from Curcell. Fouled off and off his own foot. Yep, it definitely hit one of his feet. He's gimpy a little bit. He's got the black socks, the pants also just below the knee. Black and white shoes, brown helmet, neon yellow bat on the upper half, black on the bottom, black batting gloves for Stortzum. He waits for the pitch. Ball outside, one and two the count. Very selective. And the RBI single back in the first inning. Base hit here. Could make it four to nothing first federal in this championship game. 
Round ball to the shortstop. Nice play by the shortstop. Throws across the diamond in time. Tate Sauer, but coming around to score. Trey Cole from third base. And smart base running by Logan Wade. He waited for Sauer to release the baseball, and he took off for third base. Really heads-up base running there by Wade to get down to third. First Fed doing everything right, getting a little luck as well, and they're up a three spot. So an RBI ground out, 6-3 to three from Stortzen. So he's got two RBIs now, one for two on the night to Stortzen. Isaiah Roundtree in an infield single to shortstop for first federal. Back in the first ground ball to the third baseman. Luke Harding picks it, throws across the diamond in time for the second out. Here's the throw home, not in time. And slotting in to score is... Logan Wade, and it's 4 to nothing. First Federal over Coons. First Fed doing it every way. They're getting timely hits to drive those runners in, and they're getting sacrifices to drive them in as well. A very complete offense. And First Federal scoring there. Luke Harding could have come home to keep the runner at third base, but he wanted to get the out. Give up the run for the out. Now two outs and nobody on. As Jack Cursell looks to end this inning with his team now down by four. Swing and a miss. Strike one. A little tardy on that swing, but a good cut. It's Draven Harris. Just his first at bat of the game. Here's the pitch. Inside. Ooh, it hit Actually, it hit him. Nope, it did hit him. No, it hit the what, – what's the call here? I think it hit the bat. Nope, it hit the bat and went fair. It I thought hit It hit the nub of the bat and went fair. Wow. Well, I don't see that very often. They got him out at first. So great play by the catcher, Owen Swanson, to throw down to first to get yeah, Draven Harris. They're, they're pointing to the bat. It hit right on the one in a million chance. It hit mm. right on the nub of the bat. I don't think Draven was expecting that to be the case, but the inning is over. But not after two more runs come across on one hit, surrounded with a walk there as well. And first federal leads Coons going into the fourth inning already. They lead four to nothing. You're listening to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Championship night, the championship game. Wampler Property Management won third place over Campus Inc. earlier. The championship matchup is First Federal taking on Coons. First Federal 16-1 on the season. Coons 12-1. And a quick pitch out of the stretch from Trey Cole. It was a ball. I don't think the hitter Hayden Bates is ready for it. Hayden Bates leading things off. Then Jack Curcell, Owen Swanson. Anybody gets on Luke Harding. Trey Cole pitching out of the stretch in this inning after pitching out of the windup. There's a strike, one and one the count. Champagne Mayor Deb Feynman is with us. Mayor, how are you? I'm good. How are you? It's good uh, to have you here, and it's good to have this event back, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, all these happy families and kids. It's great. Swing and a miss. Plus, I think Champagne Fire's watching out their back door. Oh, yeah, very cool. <laughs> Wave hi to the fire men and women out there. It's a really nice location with the YMCA here and, and then the fire station and all the facilities here at Zond. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Hayden Bates goes down swinging. This is just, uh, I mean, you've been in this town for a long, long time. This is just kind of a fun night, right, to bring the community together? It's a it's a great night. I'm a, I'm a little partial because I brought my player who used to play for Champagne East, but uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's fun and it's a, you know, it's a great opportunity for the kids too. I mean, it's um, to get this far is, is a great thing and it's, it's a lot of fun for the parents. 
Trey Cole pitching out of the stretch. One out here in the top of the fourth. Strike two, 0 and 2 the count. And thankfully, uh, Champaign County and the state doing well enough, you know, with COVID and vaccinations that we can hold this event. And, you know, we're outside, we're able to be maskless. So we're all very thankful for that, right? Right, and I, you know, will continue to push uh, vaccine for anybody who is unvaccinated. Um, we we are have a high rate in this community, particularly on campus, but we still have a lot of people who need to get vaccinated, and there's lots of opportunity. There's the Ooh. pitch, low, two and two the count. Were you, uh, did you play any baseball in your youth or softball? I was a varsity softball player at Champaign Centennial. All right. Strike three, got him looking. Second base in right field. And, uh, and my daughter who's with me played for Champaign East and then uh, she was uh, one of our border girls when, when they started the um, border girls. So okay. fast pitch. Okay. Uh, league play, which has been, which was a lot of fun. Very cool. This uh, inning is going kind of fast, so we won't have you for much longer. What else is keeping you busy these days at the city building? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are busy. We, you know, we just passed our budget and we're um, starting to to work on what's going to go on with the American Rescue Plan funding, and so that'll be our summer's worth of study sessions. Jack Cursell steps in for Coons, counterpart of Trey Cole. Down, count one and one. Four nothing our score here in the top of the fourth inning. I missed the first game. What was the score with the first it game? It was uh, eight to three. Wampler beat Campus Inc. Ah. So Wampler took uh, third place. It was a very entertaining game. <laughs> I bet. Trey Cole. On a roll of strikeouts, now struck out. My kids have aged out, so I don't know as many of these kids. Strike two, two and two the count. Struck at the side in the second and the third. Finished the first with a strikeout. He has nine straight strikeouts right now. Ten in the on the game. Here's the pitch. Wow. Inside. What's the record for strikeouts? We think it's him from a couple of weeks ago. He had 17 in a complete game, one-hit shutout. He would retired 18 hitters and 17 with a strikeout, but we don't have that officially. But I imagine that it is. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. he's Trey Cole is pretty incredible. So is he playing travel ball too? I can only – I don't know his family, <laughs> but I can only assume so. I don't know if you're familiar with Terry Cole, the former athletic director at the U of I. That's his grandson. Uh, okay, so. there you go. Swing Ooh. and a miss. He struck him out to strike out the side for that the was third impressive. straight inning. Mayor, thanks for coming by. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor. So after four, the three and a half innings of play, Trey Cole is doing Trey Cole things. We're going to move to the bottom of the fourth inning. It's first federal four. Coons nothing here in this championship game. You're listening to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to the championship game of the CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Tournament. I'm Michael Kaiser. He's Tim Dittman, first federal leading Coons, 4 to nothing in this championship game as we move to the bottom of the fourth inning. This game is moving right along. Jack Cursell back on the mound for Coons, trying to keep it at a four-run deficit. Coons 12-1 in the season, first federal 16-1. and So we'll see how things go here in the bottom of the fourth inning for first federal. Well, when you got two pitchers throwing junk, it is going to be a fast-moving game. There's strike one. 
Here's the pitch. Strike two, Jack Grissell. Should be Serenity or at the plate. I don't think that's her. Here's the windup in the pitch. One and two the count from Jack Cursell. First Fed had some subs come in, so if we're following everything correctly, because Draven Harris ended last inning, is that correct, Michael? Yes. Strike three, leadoff hitter goes down. It was supposed to be uh, Draven Harris replaced Madden Ritter, and Serenity was supposed to replace Quentin. That's Serenity, so he may have flip-flopped. Okay. So it may we have might been have Chris. Been, we, we might have been told wrong information. Yeah, I may have, I may have written it down wrong. I'm not sure. Well, I think we were I think we were told. Uh, I so, think when we were given the subs, I think we were given them by the coach out of order. So. So this is Serenity. Now that was Chris Clavey. You, you are correct. I am wrong. Uh, yeah. So this should this is Serenity or at the plate. There's a strike. One ball, one strike. Jack Kersell. It is, uh, in case our listeners are wondering, it is a co-ed league, so it's mostly uh, you know, boys, but you do get the occasional young woman in there. Serenity, the left fielder at this point. One ball, two strikes, one out here at the bottom of the fourth inning. Pitch strike three on the outside corner. Serenity goes down looking. So now two outs here at the bottom of the fourth inning. Jack Cursell looking to end this inning quickly. First two hitters have struck out. Cursell has gone the distance at this point for Coons. Now Talon Baker back up. Strikeout and a double so far in this game. Ground ball fouled down left field line. He's one for two on the night. If he can keep this inning alive, Ty Hunt will come back to hit. Which would put Trey Cole, the dangerous Trey Cole, waiting. Here's a windup in the pitch from Kersell. In the dirt, one and one the count. So one ball, one strike, two outs. Here at the bottom of the fourth inning of a four-to-nothing game. Tim Dittman, Michael Kaiser with you. There's strike two, one and two the count. Talon Baker, the second baseman for First Federal. We mentioned the top of the broadcast. These two teams are one and one against each other this season. Trey Cole has been absolutely unbelievable once again for First Federal. Ground ball to the third baseman. Harding comes in, throws across the diamond. In, not in time. I thought maybe it was going to get there, but Talon Baker was flying down that first baseline for the infield hit. And he's on with two outs here in the bottom of the fourth inning with his team up four to nothing, keeping the inning alive for Ty Hunt, who grounded out to short in the first and grounded out to second in the second inning. There's a line drive to left. The left fielder cannot get it. Goes over his head. All the way and to the Talon wall. And Baker is going to come in to score easily. The ball goes all the way to the wall. Ball's thrown back in the infield. It gets away momentarily. And into, coming home is Ty Hunt. Here's the throw, and he will be out at home. Trying try for the inside the park home run. And Ty Hunt is frustrated with himself. 
for trying to score on that play. He is not happy with himself at all. And the coaches grabbed him, just let him know it's okay because they're up five to nothing. Here's a move to the fifth inning. A lot of action there, but the ball was just absolutely crushed by Ty Hunt. He gets the RBI triple, then he's out at home trying to score on the inside the park home run. We'll move to the fifth inning. It's first federal up five to nothing now over Coons. You're listening to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to the championship game of the CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Tournament. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Tim Dittman as we moved in, move into the top of the fifth inning. First Federal Savings Bank, 16-1 on the season. Just six outs away from a championship in that 17th win. Coons would love to rally here in those six outs and try to get back into this game, trailing by five runs. Coons 12-1 on the season. So looking for their 13th win. So far, the story of the game, no surprise, has been Trey Cole once again. Just an absolutely dominant performance. He has struck out 10 consecutive batters. He struck out the leadoff hitter of the night. That was Tate Sauer back in the first inning. Then Hayden Bates grounded out right back to him, to Trey Cole, for the second out of the first inning. And then since that time, he has struck out every hitter. Jack Cursell struck out to end the first, and then three up and three down on the second, third, and fourth, all via the strikeout. Just an absolutely dominant performance. No one has reached base for Coons. It's strike one to Owen Swanson, the catcher for Coons. Right-handed hitter. Holds the bat down on the knob. Strike two right down the middle. It checked his swing, but it wouldn't have mattered. didn't matter because it was a strike anyway. Wears predominantly blue shoes with an N on the shoe. Is that New Balance? Is that right? New Balance logo? I think so. Yep. Ball one outside. One and two the count. To Owen Swanson. Swanson, I, I don't need to tell you what he's done. I mean, every hitter tonight for Coons except one has struck out. Outside, two and two. That was Hayden Bates again grounded out right back to Trey Cole. So he's either struck out all the hitters or got the ground, took care of the ground out himself. Here's the windup in the pitch on the 2-2 count. Fouled off. Owen Swanson got a piece of that one. This is just an unbelievable performance for the second time that you and I have witnessed Trey Cole. And his pitch count staying low, too. Quick work. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out on a high fastball, high and inside, and Owen Swanson had no chance to get to that one. Just the high gas. Luke Harding, the third baseman, coming, and he struck out looking back in the second. This is no slide against any of these Coons hitters. They're just, as I mentioned, Jacob DeGrom, if you don't know who that is, pitches for the New York Mets. His ERA is basically zero this season. And it hits off the end of the bat. Trey Cole will throw to first calmly in time. That's the second time we've seen that off the knob of the bat. So Trey Cole doesn't get the strike out there, but he gets the ground out right over his first baseman. So one to three on the putout. So that ends the strikeout streak of 11 consecutive hitters striking out. He's still faced the minimum, though. He's faced the minimum to this point. Two outs here in the top of the fifth. Pitch high. Steven Uden thought about swinging the left fielder for Coons, but he held up. That's a twice-in-a-lifetime moment to see the ball hit off the knob like that. Right back to Trey Cole. Easily threw him out at first base. I think Trey Cole for a moment didn't know what to do, and then he snapped back to reality and said, oh, I got history going here. I need to get it over there to first base. No base runners of any kind, no errors. Swing and a miss. Strike one, two balls and a strike. 
Stephen Newton struck out swinging in the second. Yeah, no slide against any of these Coons hitters. They're just, you know, as I mentioned, Jacob DeGrom is dominant in the major leagues. Just hope you can connect with one. Ball is low. And Trey Cole now with a 3 and one count and potentially putting his first runner on with two outs here in the top of the fifth inning. Here's the pitch from Trey Cole. Swing and a miss. Strike two, three and two the count. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. First Federal just four outs away from a championship. He wastes no time as Cole brings it home. Strike three right down the middle. Caught him looking to retire the side. And Steven Uden goes down looking for the second time tonight. And Trey Cole now is through five innings with no runs, no hits. And he has he has 11, or excuse me, he has 13 strikeouts to this point here tonight. Just an unbelievable performance. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth inning. First Federal 5, Coons nothing. You're listening to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to the championship game of the CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Tournament. He's Tim Dittman. I'm Michael Kaiser as we move into the bottom of the fifth inning. First Federal leading Coons 5 to nothing. There's strike one. Jack Cursell out for his fifth inning at work for Coons. Not really a bad outing for him. Just a couple of miscues here and there. Led his five runs for first Federal. Fouled off 0-2 the count. Trey Cole. And a walk and a run scored in the first. Same deal back in the third. Waits for the pitch from Kersell out of the windup. He gets the one he wants, holds the glove just below his chin, brings it home, low and outside. So it's one and two the count to Trey Cole. Kersell moves quickly as well. Ground ball to the third baseman, gets by the third baseman on a bad hop. No fault of Luke Harding and Trey Cole will round first base and go back to first base for a leadoff single here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Well, the way Trey Cole has been pitching, you mentioned it earlier, Michael. First Fed doesn't need a ton of insurance, but they can get a couple more here that will bolster their chances to take home the big trophy. Oh, hit him in the head. Hit him in the head. That was Logan Wade. Kids next to us are getting a little excited. He's okay. That's why they wear the helmet in the first place. But you heard the big thunk, and that's a scary moment. Logan Stortzum steps in. Logan, RBI single in the first, and an RBI ground a short in the third. And fouls that pitch off there, 0-1-1. Two on and nobody out here in the bottom of the fifth inning. First Federal. Up by five runs, only needing three outs to clinch the championship. Strike two, 0-2 the count to Logan Stortzum. After him is Isaiah Roundtree. Nobody out. Line drive into left field. It's going to get down in front of the left fielder, Stephen Uden, who gets it back in quickly to keep Trey Cole from scoring. So great defensive play there from Stephen Uden. Didn't try to make a spectacular play, just kept the ball in front of him. Knew he could not get there in time. The bases are now loaded for Isaiah Roundtree. And I neglected to mention this. Uh, First Federal has gone back to their original hitters in the 7, 8, and 9 spot. So if Roundtree uh, gets on, uh, well, there's no outs, so we know Ritter's going to bat. But it's going to be Ritter, um, the other Roundtree, Quentin Roundtree, his brother, and then Mason McClellan. But we're going to have a pitching change first. We'll have a pitching change here. So Trey Cole at third, Logan Wade at second, and Logan Stortzum. 
at first base. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back, let you know who the new pitcher is for Coons. Again, it's 5 nothing. First Federal here in the bottom of the fifth in- inning, needing only three outs to win the championship here in 2021. You're listening to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to the championship game here, the CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Tournament here in 2021, our first championship game in two years. Of course, due to the pandemic last year, everything was canceled, so there was no CU Kiwanis Little League season, but it's been a great one this year. We have a great championship game. In the fifth inning, first Federal up 5 to nothing against Coons. It's been an unbelievable performance from Trey Cole, who's over at third base. First Federal has the bases loaded and no one out with a chance to just blow this game wide open here in the bottom of the fifth inning. First Federal 16-1 on the season. Coons 12-1, a combined 28-1 record between these two teams. One of them will be crowned the champion here tonight. At Zahn Park in Champaign, have a new pitcher on the mound, Tim. Hayden, beg your pardon, Hayden Bates is your new pitcher for Coons coming in from first base, and Jack Kersell goes from pitcher to first, so they just swap positions. Simple enough. Strike one to Isaiah Roundtree. Here's the pitch from Hayden Bates. Ball one, pitching out of the stretch that time. One ball, one strike. Bases loaded. Isaiah Roundtree at an infield single in the first and grounded out to the third baseman in the third. Swing and a miss. Strike two, one and two the count. Isaiah Roundtree wants to make contact here. Doesn't wear any batting gloves. Pitch inside. Game has been moving right along, as you could imagine, with Trey Cole on the mound with 13 strikeouts out of the 15 outs he has recorded. He has faced the minimum through five. Here's the pitch out of the stretch. Foul ball gets a piece, does Isaiah Roundtree. Trey Cole probably anxious to get back on the mound and finish what could be a historic championship game. I've been doing this for about 10 years. What's on in store potentially has not happened at least my time doing these games. Same with me. Here's the pitch. Strike three. Caught him looking. Isaiah Roundtree is the first out of the inning and the all-important first out from Hayden Bates. They need to keep those three runners on those three bases if they want to have any chance moving into the top of the sixth as Madden Ritter steps in. Fouled off out of play to our right behind us. He had a four-run assisted fielder's choice in the first inning. That was when Drew Bland, on a ground ball from Madden Ritter, just ran to second base and got the force out. Swing and a miss on a ball in the dirt. Does not get very far away. Trey Cole danced off of third. Yeah, good stop there behind the dish by Swanson. Trey Cole smartly goes back to third base. Does not want to run into an out at home plate. Yeah, you got a five-run lead. You don't need to be getting cute at this point. That's a play there by Trey Cole. Here's the pitch. Ball in the dirt. Nice pick by Owen Swanson. Keeps it in front of him once again. Two and one the count to Madden Ritter. Quentin Roundtree due up next. Barring a double play. One out here in the bottom of the fifth of a five to nothing game. Pitch high. Three and one the count. And Hayden Bates, one more ball, will walk in Trey Cole and allow him to go get ready in the dugout for the sixth inning. Now they're saying two and two. The scoreboard has three and two. 
I think he said two and two. Here's the pitch. Fouled it off again. A late swing. Defensive swing there. So Madden Ritter staying alive, just staying alive there. First Federal would love to pile on. These kids off to our left are having some good fun. That's what this night is about. Absolutely. Sounds like my ring, but it is not my phone. Ground ball to the second baseman. He picks it up, throws to first in time, but Trey Cole scores. Out at first base is Madden Ritter. Four to three in the putout. No chance of the double play. Drew Bland could not go to second base. His shortstop was not going to be there in time. Tate Sauer. Ball got to Drew Bland too quickly for him to win. He could not wait for Sauer to get to short, so he had to throw it to first, allowing a run to score. But now there are two outs with runners at second and third. So Trey Cole with a run scored here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Logan Wade is now over at third base. Logan Stortsum at second. Quentin Roundtree, a ground out to third in the second, struck out looking in the fourth. Now facing a 2 0 count from Hayden Bates. Going to be a great job by Bates to get out of this bases loaded and nobody out jam with only one run coming across. Can he keep it to that, though, with one out to go? Pitching out of the stretch, brings it home. Swing and a miss. Strike one, two and one the count. Quentin Roundtree, if he keep the inning alive, Mason McClellan will come up. Holds the bat just above the knob. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Pitch, swung at a pitch high out of the zone. Quentin Roundtree. Where's the glasses? Get no batting gloves. I don't know about you, Michael. I'm nervous for the next inning. <laughs> I mean, we could be seeing some history here. Possibly swinging fouls at back. Just trying to be in the moment what's going on in this inning, not think too much about what could happen in the top of the sixth inning. As I look in that dugout there, I think Trey Cole's just sitting down and doing some deep breaths and trying to get in the zone. He's been in the zone all night long. Here's the pitch. Strike three. Caught him looking. An amazing job by Hayden Bates. The bases were loaded with nobody out when he came in. He only allowed one run to score. He got two strikeouts and a ground out to keep this just a one more run deficit. Now it's six to nothing. First Federal move into the top of the sixth inning. Trey Cole just crosses a third baseline as he moves to the pitcher's mound. Historic moment upon us potentially here tonight for the championship game. You're listening to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to the championship game of the CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Tournament here at Zon Park in Champaign. We move to the final inning of this championship game. Wampler Property Management won third place earlier tonight by a score of 8-3. to three. Trey Cole three outs away from a complete game, perfect game, here in the championship game, leading things off Finn Cochran. And the first pitch to Cochran is a strike from Trey Cole to no surprise. He has 13 strikeouts out of the 15 hitters he has faced tonight. Pitch high and outside just off the plate. Trey Cole, history upon us possibly here tonight. Pitch inside. 
two and one the count. All inside, three and one the count. It's become the second three ball count of the night. It's become eerily quiet. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball four, and the perfect game is over for Trey Cole. But he still has the no-hitter intact and the championship. They're calling a timeout. We'll see if they let him finish the game. I'd imagine so since he's throwing a no-hitter. Yeah, I can't see you pulling him now. I mean, he's been having a great game. Just let one get away from him there. And like you said, he's still got the no-no going. Just lost the perfect game with three outs left. And uh, Trey Cole is going to stay in. Alex Duran will come in for Coots. So Finn Cochran forced Trey Cole to throw strikes throw strikes there. He was not able to do so. Drew a leadoff walk here in the top of the sixth inning. Coons trailing by six. Swing and a miss. He comes back with gas. You can kind of see the dejected body language from Trey Cole, knowing what was at stake. A rare opportunity missed there, but still a no-hitter. Just as incredible of a feat possibility here. It's two strikes now. Swing and a miss by Alex Duran, the right fielder. It's only his second at bat of the night, the left-handed hitter. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out for the first out here in the sixth inning. Trey Cole had faced the minimum through five, walked the leadoff hitter in this final inning. Now struck out Duran and throws a strike as Drew Bland swings and misses. The first pitch he sees. Here's the windup in the pitch from Cole. Outside. And 6 nothing our score. First Federal lost in this no-hitter slash perfect game performance here tonight has been first federal ticking away the outs of the championship. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Oh and two, or there should be one and two the count. Here's the windup and the pitch from Trey Cole. Fouled off to the right. Good job staying alive there by Duran. Drew Bland. Beg your pardon, Drew Bland, my apologies. So walk from Finn Cochran, Drew Bland struck out. I mean, Alex Duran struck out. Drew Bland is now in the batter's box. Also, no batting gloves. Holds it down to the knob, the right-handed hitter. Ball gets away down to second base. It's going to be Finn Cochran. Here's the throw. Not in time. It's now a runner in scoring position. So they got their first base runner of the entire night here in this final inning. Now they have a runner in scoring position. Drew Bland, his second at bat of the night. He struck out in the third. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck out swinging there for the second out of the inning. And now Trey Cole is one out away from a no-hitter in the championship game of the CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Tournament. He steps back up on the rubber. Gets set. Gets the one he wants. Holds the glove down around his stomach level. Brings it home. Ball gets away. Down to third base is easily going to be Finn Cochran. No throw, no reason to even worry about Finn Cochran with a six-run lead with only one out to go. First Federal. Tate Sauer can break up the no-no and the shutout with one hit. Here's the pitch. Fouled off to the right. Good swing there. Got a good piece, but fouled it off. 
Now one ball and one strike. Two outs here in the top of the sixth inning. First Federal, the next out they get will make them the champions here in 2021. Strike two, and now Coons is down to their final strike. And Trey Cole walks off the mound, comes a circle back around the top. It's behind the rubber. Takes a deep breath and steps back up on the rubber. One strike away from a no-hitter. Gets the sign he wants. Nods his head. Now he nods his head. The slow windup. Brings it home. Here's the pitch. Strike three called. And that is a no-hitter in the championship game of the CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Tournament. Trey Cole with 15 strikeouts here tonight. Just an unbelievable performance from Trey Cole. Or 16 strikeouts, excuse me. Trey Cole got a no-hitter in the championship game, clinching the championship for first federal. They win the game 6 to nothing. An unbelievable electric performance from Trey Cole and an incredibly fast game. Congratulations to first federal on the championship. A champion has been crowned for the first time in two years and may have been one of the best championship games ever from a pitching performance perspective. History made here tonight, a no-hitter in the championship game as the trophy is being brought out onto the field. And the players are running out to left field. The trophy is near home plate. We'll see if they come get it. But, Tim, what an unbelievable performance. He gets a hug out there near the pitching mound. Yeah, I mean, what can you say? It's history. A, a no-hitter. I mean, he, he lost the perfect game in the sixth, but quite frankly, that doesn't matter. A no-hitter, and you get the trophy. Uh, just great congratulations to First Federal. Uh, for my money, the best team from the start of the season, and now they're holding the trophy at the end of the season. Just a great game. 17-1 and one will be their closing record. Coons finishes 12-2 and two as they're holding the trophy up there just to the, our left of the pitching mounds. We're here right here behind home plate. Trey Cole will be the story of this game for tonight and the rest of this week and for years to come. He'll never forget this pitching performance. Just a walk away from a perfect game from Trey Cole here tonight. You just don't see that kind of thing. There's you know, it's, it's just control issues that sometimes in Little League Baseball, it's, it's hard to not walk guys. But Trey Cole, we have now seen him twice, Tim. He has had – he's – had a complete game shutout in both games. He faced 18 hitters a game a couple weeks ago at Robeson Park, struck out 17. He faced 18 hitters, 19 hitters tonight, including that walk. He struck out 16 of them. Just unbelievable. 33 strikeouts in the two outings that you and I saw him pitch here tonight, Tim. He's going to be is, a good ball player as he grows up. I mean, he's, he's awesome. <laughs> just impeccable control. And just a terrific performance here. So we'll come back. We'll take a break and uh, come back and wrap this one up. Maybe kind of more of a, give you more of action what's going on as the T-shirts are coming out. The first federal team is out in left field grass area. listen, Listen to their coaches. But the celebration will continue well into the evening. Though the youngsters probably won't be up too late tonight. But uh, the celebration here will continue for some time for First Federal. They are the 2021 CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Tournament champions. Our first champion has been crowned since 2019, and it could not have been a more historic performance than we got tonight from Trey Cole. Again, he threw a no-hitter in this game and only a walk to lead things off 
here in the top of the sixth inning away from throwing a perfect game. So we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We hope to speak to Trey Cole if possible and talk to him about his performance here tonight. You're listening to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball, the championship game here in 2021 of the Twin City Tournament. CU Kiwanis Little League did not have a championship game last year, did not have a season last year due to the pandemic. But what a season we had this year. A champion has been crowned. First Federal wins the championship 6 to nothing, finishing the season 17-1. and But that's not even close to the story here tonight. A near-perfect game from the star of the season is chanting his name is happening right now as he can hear he's smiling. Trey Colby, Tim and I saw him a couple weeks ago, had 17 strikeouts out of 18 outs. Tonight he had 16 strikeouts, but he also threw a no-hitter in a near-perfect game. Trey, what's going through your mind, first of all, as you entered that sixth inning knowing you needed, I'm sure you knew you needed three outs for the perfect game? Uh, yeah, it was a lot, really. Um, I just really wanted to focus on myself. I was blocking everything out, and um, it was a lot of pressure, though. I really had to focus myself in. Um, uh, I took the whole day. I was just sitting down. Take your time, buddy. Yeah. Take your a little, time. A little emotional right now is Trey Cole. You can imagine throwing a no-hitter and just uh, he's very emotional at this point in time. It's completely understandable there. Here it's for a great, great moment for you, bud. Yeah, just kind of take it in, take a deep breath. It's uh, just a, it's just an unbelievable performance. Like I mentioned, Tim and I have have now seen you in two games this season. Struck out 33 batters out of 36 strikeouts. I mean, that's just an unbelievable performance. I know you pitched a lot more than that this season. You're a stud, man. You're a great <laughs> player. Yeah. Just did did that lead maybe some of the distress and trying to take deep breaths before that sixth inning? That lead to that leadoff walk possibly there because you calmed down right after that. Uh, yeah. Um, I think I had a little bit too much energy and I wasn't really focused focused in. But yeah, I dialed myself in after that. Yeah. What's uh? You use a fastball quite a bit. You can hear it pop the mitt, you know, throughout the night. And, and, and get a couple weeks ago at Robeson Park, where you were electric as well. And it just seems like the hitters just have no answer. I mentioned Jacob Degrom tonight of the Mets, who he's got an ERA of less than .6. And I think hitters in the major leagues are guessing at him. I feel like these guys are guessing at you uh, this season. Is that kind of what you feel out there? Like you just where you're complete control out there? Uh, yeah. Really, I wasn't focused on the batters. I was just focused on doing what my coach told me to do hitting the spots and yeah I wasn't really focused on gripping it spinning it I was just throwing strikes and that was my main focus how'd it feel to hold up that big trophy out there <laughs> I didn't hold it I was too emotional <laughs> out there <laughs> well let me ask you that I, I you know I don't know you very well I've just watched you play but I'm guessing is baseball your main sport yeah okay so uh you're you're probably going to go on and play high school and travel ball and I assume you're going to want to play baseball as long as you can right yeah yeah that's the goal and, you know, maybe even playing college? Yeah, that right. too. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Well, what uh, it's disappointing no one had a season last year due to the pandemic. Everything was canceled. What did this season overall mean to you, besides being the champion here tonight with your teammates, what did this season mean to you to be able to have a season this year to get back into playing baseball with your teammates? Um, it meant a lot because my dad, he played for First Federal, too, when he was my age. He won a Twin City tournament. And uh, that was my goal, too. And, uh, yeah. A, a lot on your mind here tonight, uh, Trey. Completely understandable. 
congratulations on an unbelievable performance in a championship game, the most pressured packed game you've probably pitched in. You had 16 strikeouts. You threw a no-hitter, a near-perfect game. A no-hitter is an incredible feat. Congratulations on that. Congratulations on the championship, Trey. Thank you. I really want to say um, thank you to my dad because I don't have a hitting coach. I don't have pitching coaches, fielding coaches. It's, it's all him. Every day we go out, we work. Every day he puts in the most effort, so it's really just him. It's not me. Congratulations to you. You're a great player, man. Thanks, Trey. Go celebrate with your teammates. Good job, man. Good job. Good job. What an unbelievable that he's hugging his dad right there. What an unbelievable thing for him to say to bring his dad up and how much his dad has meant to him uh, here in in training him and preparing him for this moment. But, again, Trey Cole with a no-hitter. You can imagine the emotion he's feeling right now. He mentioned, Tim, that his dad won a championship with First Federal as they're still embracing here next to us. Uh, he'll. I don't know if he's going to celebrate for, for a little bit. He's, he's, just, he's taking this all in right now. And so it's just an unbelievable performance. And also Cardinals hat on there. We like that as well. So his dad's also pretty emotional. But, uh, wow. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little emotional. I'm a little emotional myself. Yeah, it's just, unbelievable. Uh, that's a raw moment there, folks, a raw moment on the radio here tonight and completely, again, understandable. I can't say that enough. Trey Cole with a great performance here tonight. We're going to take a timeout. We're going to kind of gather ourselves a little bit here and kind of take all of this in and come back. We'll wrap up this uh, this game here tonight, wrap up this version of the season. Of course, as we mentioned, we'll be back for two more games next week in a different kind of league situation. But the CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Tournament closes with a no-hitter from Trey Cole, the champion, first federal savings bank. They are one, one tonight, 6 to nothing. They are champions, 17-1 and one this season. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Little League Baseball here on DWS. Welcome back to CU Kiwanis Little League Baseball here. The Twin City Tournament in 2021 has come to a close. I'm Michael Kaiser alongside Tim Dittman. A champion was crowned here tonight. First Federal Savings Bank wins 6 to nothing over Coons. No slide against Coons. They were 12-2 and this season. They just ran into a buzzsaw named Trey Cole. Cole, 16 strikeouts here tonight. Just an unbelievable performance. The only two outs tonight that weren't strikeouts were off the end of the bat. Yeah. Like off the knob of the bat that went right back to Trey Cole. So he threw over to first base to get those two outs as well. So Trey Cole was responsible for all 18 outs here tonight. A near perfect game. The only reason he didn't throw a perfect game. He walked the leadoff man to, in the sixth inning. You heard him talk about that. Man just had too much energy. He calmed down immediately after that and got the next uh, three hitters via the strikeout. So just an unbelievable performance. I've used that word probably too many times, but I just, there's just it's just absolutely incredible to be in a championship game. A guy throws a complete game shutout, no hitter, nearly a perfect game, and I just. I don't know what else to say at this point, Tim. I'm just—it's yeah. been an honor to be here tonight. It's been an honor to watch him pitch the two times we've seen him pitch this season. I, I agree with you. I've kind of been lost for words. I'm shaking a little bit. I mean, it's it just—you know—when the lights come on here at Zon for the final night of the season, it always seems to bring out the best. And we've seen some phenomenal games 
uh, out here at Zahn for the championship game over the years. And, you know, this one is, is going to go on the mantle as well as another one of those phenomenal games. Just hats off to Trey Cole. You know, he's one batter away from the perfect game, but ends up with the no-hitter, only allows, you know, that one batter on base and, um, you know, enough, you know, and six insurance runs for first fed. You know, they did just enough, uh, you know, at the plate to get it done. And, and like you said as well, not taking any away from Coons. I mean, they're a great team. They finished 12-2. and two. Uh, You know, Curcell was throwing gas as well. Just, you know, ran into a buzzsaw on Trey Cole. And, uh, you know, congrats as well to, to Wampler taking third and Campusing taking fourth. Just uh, just fantastic little lead season. And, you know, you just, you know. I hate to get philosophical, but throughout this pandemic, it's kind of like, you know, you don't know how good you have it, right? And yeah. it's, it's kind of like we're just we're so used every year to coming out and playing Little League Baseball. And then, you know, gosh, these kids last year got told, you know, no, you can't do it. And I'm sure that just absolutely killed them. And, you know, now for the adults to say, all right, we're going to have a season this year. We're going to let the 13-year-olds play, too. And to cap it off at a night like this, it's just, I mean, you, you get goosebumps. Yeah, you do. And, and just to, to be here for history tonight um, without talking to league historians for the CU Kiwanis Little League, uh, talking to the historians and whether this is the first no-hitter in a championship game. It's got to be. I, I imagine that it is. We don't have the official history book or anything remotely close to that. We've never asked anybody that. I'm sure that it probably is, again, Clarify, in the championship game. I'm saying the first no-hitter in CU Kiwanis Little League history. I'm saying the first one in the championship game by Trey Cole here tonight. As I've mentioned several times, he struck out 17 hitters out of the 18 outs just a couple of weeks ago at Robeson Park here in Champaign. 16 strikeouts tonight, 33 strikeouts in the two games that we saw him pitch this season that you and I together saw him pitch at least. I mean, that's just amazing. 33 strikeouts out of 36 outs in two outings that we've been here to broadcast for Trey Cole, and one of them is the championship game, which was a no-hitter. And I was a little anxious myself, and a little bit of energy going into the sixth, hoping for a perfect very, game. I was very anxious. I was, hoping, I was hoping for a perfect game, but there is nothing wrong with a no-hitter. It's just as hard to throw a no-hitter, and he's just a, a walk away from that perfect game. So congratulations to Trey Cole and First Federal Savings Bank on winning the championship here in 2021 of the CU Kiwanis Little League Twin City Tournament. They finished the season 17-1. and Coons falls to 12-2, and a great season for them as well. Just to face Trey Cole in a difficult matchup for them here tonight, difficult to get the win against a pitcher who is that dominant here this season. Well, Tim, that's going to do it for us for, for this level of the Little League. Again, we'll be back next week for two games here at Zahn Park, uh, a, a different kind of thing, thing than it is for the CU Kiwanis Little League season. Uh, it's been a great to be back. I've said that several times this season. It's felt good to be back amongst some people doing these games. But last year was the first time in a long time that, you know, we, you know, I've been a part of games. I've been doing for 10 years now with the exception of last season. And just to be back out here this season doing these games and seeing a champion crowned tonight, especially with the way the champion was crowned, it's just been a lot of fun and been fun to be back with you, partner. Yeah, fun to be back out here and a great uh, end of the Little League season. And like you said, we're going to do two bonus games uh, next week at a, le- at a level higher up than the youngsters we're seeing tonight. So uh, we encourage you to tune in for that. But, man, what a finish tonight. What a way to cap it off. Uh, definitely. The T-shirts are on all the players and the coaches. They've got the trophy. Been taking a lot of pictures with that giant trophy now at home plate. And they're continue that until everybody gets a picture here tonight. But that's going to do it for us. want to thank Dave Leak. 
back at the radio center running tonight's broadcast for us. Thanks to uh, Evan Kahn and Allie Adams being with us this season as well. And Scott Bader and everybody helped us organize this. Thanks to you, Tim Dittman, as well. And most of all, thanks to our listeners here this season. Uh, we'll be back Tuesday night for a couple more games to wrap up our Little League coverage here in 2021. Well, for Michael Kaiser and everybody else that I just mentioned, have a great night, everybody. A champion has been crowned. First Federal Saving Bank, Savings Bank champions here in 2021, Trey Cole, with a complete game shutout, no hitter here tonight. Have a great rest of your night and week. We'll talk to you next Tuesday night. Thanks for listening to the DWS Little League Matchup of the Week on News Talk 1400 WDWS. Tonight's matchup was brought to you by First Federal Savings Bank of Champaign-Urbana. Get what you want out of life. The Pella Window Store, proudly supplying Pella windows and doors for more than 50 years to East Central Illinois. And by Champagne Jewelers. No one does diamonds like Champagne Jewelers. A podcast of tonight's game will soon be available at our website, WDWS.com. Your home for the best in local sports coverage is News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana, a Champaign Multimedia Group station.